Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yankees baseball is on the fan. Swing on, there it goes. Deep right, it is high. It is far. And it's gone. The home of the New York Yankees is WFAN. It couldn't have come at a better time. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Inside the 1 o'clock hour on the late night on the fan. Keith McPherson on the fan. How you doing out there? As we proceed. So I went and looked up the schedule, and I think, I don't know what I was thinking. I think I, it's just getting late, and I'm I'm not collecting my thoughts the way that I thought I was thinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, looking at the wild card series at best of three in both leagues, uh, th- those games will be played in order. Three days in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, October 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then in the League Division Series, best of five, I think it just gets a little different if there's, like, if necessary, like, if there's a game. But those those games line up to start on Tuesday, October 11th, um, and then it'll alternate because of that's what it is. It was I was thinking about the TV schedules. So these games are going to be on Fox, FS1, and TBS for the League Division Series. So you've got Tuesday, November, uh, October 11th, the National League Division Series uh, Game 1, Series B on Fox or FS1. Um, but then you also have the American League Series Series A Game 1 and Series B Game 1 on TBS. I think it's just they stagger them, one you know earlier in the night, one later in the night, East Coast, West Coast. But those will all be on the same day. Um, and two on each channel. And then Wednesday, October 12th, the next day, that's what it is. Um, the, everyone will play in the division series on Tuesday, October 11th. But then Wednesday, the National League will play. Thursday, the American League will play. Friday, the National League will play. Saturday, if necessary, game four, the National League will play and the American League will play. And then Sunday will kick in the if necessary for game four for the American League. But then that Sunday is game five for the National League. And then you get into the divisional series right after that, Monday. Um, could be interesting. I'm I'm excited for it. I want to see how it all shakes out. I want to see how the bracket shakes out, how it lines up. Um, where they're playing, home field advantage, who is who and what is what. And it's coming soon. I'm sure we'll talk plenty about it right on the fan. Uh, but this is my last hour, not even. I think I've got maybe 50 minutes to take the rest of your calls and finish talking. 
about the Yankees, about Aaron Judge, what you would do with the baseball, uh, how you feel about the Yankees' bullpen, how you feeling about going into October. Uh, Luis Severino pitched well, and uh, Jamison Tyone's on the mound, and you got the Red Sox coming to town, and Xander Bogarts versus Aaron Judge for the Triple Crown. And is Aaron Judge officially now everyone's vote for the MVP? Not everyone. There's a few knuckleheads out there that are like, but Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani is doing things we've never seen as well. Yeah, but he's also eliminated, bro. He's also out. Like, how great is Shohei if he if he's not turning it into wins? What are we talking about with value? I've been having this conversation now for over a month. What is value? What is value? Value to me is looking at Yankee Stadium packed out on a Tuesday and on a Wednesday, really, because 6,000 more people showed up tonight after what they you know, probably missed the night before. But value, whoo, the Yankees are getting that value. They're selling chicken buckets. They're selling Stellas and tall boys and merch. And value to me is one guy bringing everybody out to see him hit a home run Everybody standing, being oddly silent while he's at bat, that's value. That's the same guy, right? So that's value off the field. That's that's dollars. That's tickets being purchased. And, uh, you know, this late in the season where some teams, I'm looking at the Oakland A's right now in front of me. You know, Oakland A's beat the Mariners tonight. Good for them. But I'm looking at the, the Oakland Coliseum. There's no one in there. There's no one in there. And if I go and look at the box score, I'm almost sure they have under 4,000 people in there. Talk about value with Aaron Judge. He's packing the place out. There's Mets fans pulling up to see history. There's non-really like like casual, not even casual baseball fans that are like, hey, I'd like to go to the game. It's late in the year. I haven't been to the game. I'd like to see Aaron Judge hit 60, hit 61. That's value. There's also value on the field. Most valuable player. The guy wills the team to victory. That first game... In that ninth inning, Judge hits that home run, and the stadium wakes back up, and the team believes. The team believes that they can get to this pitcher, that they can come back from down four runs and win the game, and they did. And he carried the team through the slump they went through for two months. He kept hitting. He kept his numbers going. He's super hot now as he got close to the uh, triple crown and now has it. I saw Bob Nightingale put out uh, Aaron Judge's 11-game hitting streak. He's slashing 500, 574, 955 with 15 runs, five doubles, five home runs, 10 RBI, nine walks, uh, three intentional walks, and one sack fly. Video game numbers. The guy is a creative player. And when you talk about value, there's nobody more valuable in baseball. I was listening to John on my way in today talk about uh, Babe Ruth. Like today in Yankees history, Babe Ruth won the MVP, which used to be called the League Award. Why'd they call it the league award, right? Now it's most valuable, and a lot of people uh, you know, have different you know, definitions of what value is, what's valuable. But when it was called the league award, it was for the best player in the league, on the best team in the league, most likely, right? It's Aaron Judge. Uh, Aaron Judge is the best player on a first-place team in baseball. He will win the MVP. He was already robbed of one. They're not going to let it happen twice. Now is the time that we can go through these scores quickly. They're done. They're final. They're in the books. Wednesday, September 21st, 
You know earlier the Mets lost 6 nothing. They were shut out, had some injuries, gave up a grand slam, just a tough one, getaway day. Uh, they end up losing to the Brewers, 6 nothing. The Nationals beat the Braves, though. Beat the Braves 3-2. The Red Sox, for some reason, I don't know, they go to Cincinnati, lose to the Reds 5-1. The Astros keep handling business against the Rays, who are slumping, struggling. I don't know, maybe they want to fall out of the uh, postseason race. The Astros beat the Rays 5-2. The Cubs beat the Cardinals 4-2. The Blue Jays in 10 innings. Not enough down there in Philly. The Phillies stand up and beat the Blue Jays 4-3. The Orioles, a team that the Yankees needed to lose to clinch when Bob was calling and saying that, um, you know, why didn't you guys announce that the Yankees clinched? I'm like, I don't know. I I was going to come around to that. They didn't clinch. Uh, They needed... The Orioles to lose. The Orioles won 8-1 to against Detroit. The Rangers beat the Angels. Shohei Otani and that other MVP, Mike Trout, they're cooked again. Their season's done. They won't be in October. The Rangers beat the Angels 7-2. to The Royals beat the Twins 5-2. to The Guardians just put a nail in the White Sox chances of going to the postseason. That's done. They took that series. Guardians beat the White Sox 8-2. to the Giants beat the Rockies 6-1. to Neither one of those teams are going anywhere. The Mariners, I already said. Oh, and now let's look. The Mariners lost to the Athletics by one run. And I said the Yankees are pulling in 46,000 people in September at the end of the season. There was 4,030 people at the Oakland Coliseum to see a 2-1 victory for the Oakland A's over the team of destiny, the Seattle Mariners, who are going back to the postseason for the first time since 2001. The Padres in a great game. Albert Pujols looking for 699. Blake Snell with a no-hitter. The Padres beat the Cardinals 1-0, and they feel good about themselves going into the postseason. And the Dodgers had a letdown, but they're the Dodgers. It is what it is. The Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 6-1. Those are the scores. That's MLB uh, for tonight. Those are the scores across the league. And uh, I think I mixed in some of the storylines and stuff. Obviously, we're focused on the Yanks. We're focused on the Mets. Uh, I think Joey Votto, I saw a video of Joey Votto go viral. You know, he was out there uh, in plain clothes amongst the fans. You got to love that. Uh, he's a guy that just gets it, understands baseball is supposed to be fun. Uh, he was great in Field of Dreams. And, uh, yeah, the Braves end up losing that game. Base running blunders. Mets, I already told you about the 106 hit by pitch breaking that record. Cleveland, I told you about... Uh, Pretty much put the nail in the White Sox. They're going to clinch soon and have the AL Central title. The Guardians will be in the postseason. And, yeah, that's all we got. Let's get to the phones. Let's take the rest of the calls and see what you guys are talking about. Speaking of clinching, Mike is in Brooklyn. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? I've been listening to you for the last year. Great job. Thank you. Um, you uh, you stepped in some big shoes there, replacing a legend. No, no, I, no. Didn't step in any what, shoes. Just when I, when I listen to you, I feel like you're uh, replacing Manly Munson or, or Mano. So, but you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you. So a couple of, po- couple of points. One was, I've been on hold for a while, but I was calling to correct you about the Yankees clinching. They need Baltimore and White Sox to lose tonight, Baltimore won. But I, I, I heard you just corrected that. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes not, yeah. people call up and they, they, they know better or they got something to yeah. say. I think Bob, you know, Bob was like, why didn't you and Marco, Marco's doing the updates and obviously I'm like, why didn't you guys announce it? And I'm like, I don't know if that happened yet. I didn't circle yeah. back on it. It didn't happen. 
Yeah, it's always it's always a team that's it's never going to be a team right behind you. Um, it's got to be a team that's down further. So it's Baltimore and the White Sox, and White Sox cooperated with Baltimore it, and so we didn't clinch. The second thing is I don't think this was said. I, the, the kid that called in, the tenth grader, was asking the last time somebody hit two home runs in an inning. That was a Rod. Okay, when that what did, year was that? that? that. I think it might have been two thousand nine, and I, actually I, he did it twice. I, I think now was it that was it the was it the ah, I forget what year you said two thousand and nine. I know he had a grand slam and a three run home in, in Yankee game. Stadium. There was a year so, that uh, a- that A Rod had like three homers in a game, and he went crazy. And I think they batted around, and it makes sense for A Rod to be that. Would you look that up? And yeah. uh, I, I have, no, I, have I, just, I just knew it. I just knew it. Hmm. Um, Good. But I, then I wanted, I wanted to get some of the, the, the Yankees, like with injuries and the postseason roster. Yeah. So I've, I've been following these injuries pretty closely. And I think, well, first of all, I'm giving the Yankees the division. I know they didn't clinch the division, but with, they're not gonna, uh, Toronto's not going to catch us. Um, but I think the team you saw on the field today is going to be the team you see in game one of the ALDS. Yeah, you think that's the lineup? You think that's how they're rolling? I don't know if that's going to be the lineup, but that's going to be the. the but the those players. are the guys for the most part. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're seeing Benintendi back uh, until maybe the World Series. If then, I don't think we're seeing Lemayo back. I think Carpenter we see off the bench. I think what we saw today is what we're going to see. I don't think those other guys are close enough. Lemayo's toe is just too messed up. Um, that intending with his hands, you know how it is with hitters with the hand. That's why, even with the Mets with Marte, I don't know when he'll be back. But I, I think that's the team we're going to put out there. I, I, I feel okay with it, honestly. If, if Stanton gets hot and the Torres can stay hot, I'm okay with it. Um, and, I, and I also think that our, our rotation, in no particular order, has got to be Cole, Severino, um, Cortez, and probably going to be Tyone. And I think... Uh, I think Haman and um, you think Tyone is going to get postseason starts? I think so. I don't know who the fourth starter is going to be. I mean, it could be Herman. Yeah, it'll probably be Herman over Tyone. We'll see what what Tyone looks like. Honestly, I mean, he hasn't been worse than Frankie Montas, and and we'll see. We'll see well, what it, we'll, we'll see what he looks like against the Red Sox coming up tonight. But yeah. It, yeah. in yeah. my Montas opinion, it's, it's Cole. It's Cole Nestor. Sevi Herman or Herman Sevi, however they they line that up. Right, right. Yeah, so that's what I think we're gonna be playing. So I'm just curious with the with that team, if that's how we winds up. If we don't have Benintendi, we don't have Lemayo. What are your thoughts on that? Putting that role in that team. I don't know because like looking at the calendar, there's still a week, three weeks and some change before that divisional series. That's a long time, and I think they said that uh, you know Carpenter was standing in for some bullpen sessions. Like, he's trying to get back. He had x-rays. Uh, DJ, you know, they also want to see him come back. I think there's a chance that we see these guys. And when I think about contracts, right, I mentioned before, DJ signed a six-year, $90 million contract. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. want that guy to contribute. They want him to play, and he's oh, a former course. batting so, champ. So do, I, so do I. Of course I want him in there. I just don't think, I don't think he's going to be healthy enough. Yeah, I don't know about this toe thing. Is it something that needs more rest? It needs repair or what? Like, uh, he we I, saw I him thought, in the batting cage yesterday, so he's he's on the yeah, mend. Yeah. I, I I think he could yeah. be back. 
Well, we'll see. Well, I'll call you. I'll call you come postseason, and we'll see who's on the roster the first. Uh, yeah, definitely. First round, but uh, that's that's my guess. I'll, and I'll even I'll uh, whatever that kid was that called. I'll I'll, I'll bring you a, <laughs> young uh, Daniel. Young Daniel, I'll bring you a, a, a pizza pie from uh, <laughs> LMB Pizzeria in Brooklyn if I'm wrong. Yeah, but so so we can bring I, it to um, the class. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, 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 that's that's my guess. I'm just curious what you think of the lineup, if that's what we got. I, I'm okay with it, but Stanton's got to come around and Torres has got to stay hot. And thanks for the call, Mike. I'm okay with it too. Um, I think I did hear Carton and Roberts talk about the lineup. I think Evan was asking if the Yankees had ran back-to-back lineups out, and we have recently. I think the first time the Yankees did that in a while was the Tampa series, and. Yielded pretty good results, similar results to this, right? You got a 10-run game and a 10-run game two weeks ago on a Saturday and a Sunday in Yankee Stadium running back the same lineup. And then today, or yesterday and the day before, you get nine runs, you get 14 runs, and they go with the same lineup for the most part. I don't know. I'm a DJ fan. I'm a guy that uh, feels like DJ is very valuable to the Yankees. He plays multiple positions. Uh, He's clutch. I've said he's a batting champ a bunch of times. He's a professional hitter. I feel like the Yankees need him. He missed the wild card game last year in Boston. I don't think he's trying to miss any postseason time this year. And like I just said, it's September 22nd. So that is uh, one, two, three, four, five days and three weeks until the first game of the divisional series. What is wrong with his toe that he can't be right in, in three weeks and some change? I don't know. We'll see what the Yankees do with that. But I I think DJ's going to play. I don't know exactly how, where. You know, Glaber's going to be at second. Donaldson's at third. Uh, but, I mean, for me, I'd rather see DJ in there over Donaldson. But I know they like Donaldson and they're paying him, so they're going to try and get uh, bang for their buck. But DJ, they're paying too. So, yet to be seen, we don't know. But uh, young Daniel was on the line, and now I see young Josh is on the line. You young boys stay up late, huh? Yeah, Keith, so, so now that I'm in ninth grade, so I'm dorming in high school, so it took me time to get a phone. I was around people, so I just got a new phone. And since I'm in the dorm, every night's a party, basically. Oh. But now that, <laughs> now that I got the phone, I can start calling more often. Well, welcome back. It's funny. I was in the bleachers, and someone was like, man, I love the young Jedis. I love the young kids that call you. And I was like, they don't call as much anymore, but I think that's because school has started, and it's not summertime anymore, but you're back on. Young Daniel's back on. I'm sure there's some young guys staying up late still listening. It's it's good to have that young energy on the fan. So with the Mets, uh, I'm able to call myself about the Braves, is that the Braves have been so good since June 1st been pretty much invincible and they pretty much win every day and yet the Mets are still one game ahead of them because this is the make it happen Mets some way somehow they're still making it happen right we thought uh when the when the you know when they after the Dodgers series and they lost to the Nationals two games and they struggled there we thought that was it right well I won't say we but a lot of people were like oh here it comes the other shoe is dropping here comes the division, or here comes the, the Braves. They're coming to take the division, and they haven't really yet. I'm just a little nervous, though, about Diaz because he's been so good this year. It just reminds me of 2015 with Familia, how he never blew a save and come to the World Series and he couldn't pitch. Man, but being, being nervous, 
being nervous is part of it as a fan, right? Your heart is in it. You want to win so bad. Uh, it can go your way or it cannot, and it is heartbreak in October. You know, as, as excited as I am for October, man, I've had some heartbreaks in October, and that's part of it. And with the Giants-Cowboys game coming up, you think how good do you think Cooper Rush is? Do you think he's as good as Daniel Jones or better or <laughs> That's a great question. I'm going to have to use that. Uh, tomorrow, do I think Cooper Rush is as good as Daniel Jones? He should not be. Um, Daniel Jones is a six overall draft pick. I don't even know if Cooper Rush was drafted. I think he was undrafted. I've watched him the last few years. What I'll say is in Kellen Moore's offense, in Kellen Moore's system, he he knows what to do. And if they run the ball, if they actually give the ball to CeeDee Lamb, if they actually like stick to a game plan where it's it's balanced and it isn't put on his shoulders to do much, but they go to him to you know play action, make a couple throws, he's effective, and he's gonna manage the game. Daniel Jones also manages the game, and uh, as long as they don't turn it over, you know they look all right. But do I? I don't know. I I don't know if I can answer that question. I think uh, I think Daniel Jones actually is better than Cooper Rush. He's played more than him. There's never really been that takeover guy separating with the Saints. I mean, last few weeks, last the first two weeks, I don't think he's gone over 250 yards. The offense pretty much runs through Barkley. You know, what I found funny is that everybody's saying there's nobody really around the Giants to build around, but everybody's talking to Brian Dolo. So I'm guessing they're trying to build around him. I mean, I don't know. It, it, in any, this is the NFL, right? When you're looking at any offense, it, it all runs through the quarterback, right? Like, how are the. Arizona Cardinals able to come back because Kyler Murray is making those plays. He's making it happen. Daniel Jones is mid. Like, he does not make things really happen. He manages the game. He hands it off. He dumps it down. He makes a couple throws, but he doesn't make that many big plays. That's why his, his totals are always low. That's why his yardage totals are low. There's, there's no threat for a deep ball. I don't know. All this talk about Kenny Galladay, man, figure something out. To hit him deep, they they should be able to you know trick uh, Trayvon Diggs and get a deep ball thrown up. But like, will Daniel Jones be accurate? Will he hit uh, the receiver in stride? I don't know. And then fantasy question: Now that we've seen that Metcalf isn't really doing anything, is it smart to play Amari Cooper over DK Metcalf on a weekly basis? Mm, I think I think it will be. Uh, I, what I'll say is Amari Cooper is. Uh, tied to Jacoby Brissett. And yeah, next Cowboy. He's tied to Jacoby Brissett, and he's starting to come along a little bit. We saw a little bit more flashes of him against the Jets. He's a pro. He's a professional route runner. He's going to get open. And as they have more reps and more rapport, I think uh, Jacoby Brissett is going to really lean on him. Metcalf is like a home run hitter, and Geno Smith is not really, you know, putting him in position to hit home runs. He caught one long ball, and I think it got called back. Like he was better off with Russ that could get him the ball downfield. I don't. I don't really know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have drafted Metcalf because he's attached to Geno. I don't think they're going to be good at all this year. The only reason I drafted him though in the beginning is because I was running out of time and they auto drafted him. <laughs> yeah, and he was ranked high because he's DK Metcalf. But their offense isn't going to run through him. Uh, I think Amari Cooper will have more fantasy points than him because Brissett's just going to lean on him as the number one receiver there as a pro. And he is going to get enough targets. He's definitely going to have more targets, right? Metcalf has to share targets with Lockett and uh, some of those tight ends. 
I think Amari Cooper definitely is a better fantasy play than uh, Metcalf, Metcalf long-term. Man, I'm just like, don't force to start him because Evans is suspended. But thanks for taking my call, Keith. Have a good night. Rest of the show. Hopefully be on tomorrow. Thanks for the call, young Daniel. Good to have young Daniel, young, young Josh. Excuse me, that was Josh. Thanks for the call, young Josh and young Daniel. Good to have the young boys back, man. I get so many compliments on the young guys calling the show uh, that I'm like, hey, it's not me. It's not like I'm texting these kids and say, hey, call in. Call WFAN. It's late. You know, young Daniel called an hour ago. Young Josh just called in, and you could hear the party was on in the background. The party was going. They're in the dorm room. These young boys are up all night. What are these guys doing? I don't know. It's Wednesday going into Thursday. They're playing video games. They're they're yelling at the game. Interesting. Mike in Trenton on the fan. You got it, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Keith? Love the show. Thanks. Thanks for calling uh, up. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, like, imagine the all this would be going on, let's say, away with Judge, you know, getting all the home runs, and it would be away. Now Yankee Stadium, that would be like, no, we're blessed that it's in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we are blessed. The universe never unconnects, man. I saw it lining up this way. I'd even said last week, I'm like, I hope Judge hits a couple in Milwaukee. Because, like, imagine if he was at, like, 57 right now or 58 or 59. Like, right. he came home first game with 60 right there, and he got it. And so now the rest of this homestand is about 61 and 62. And it's Judge. He's going to hit two home runs in, in the next couple games, right? Most Definitely, likely if they yeah. pitch to him. Yeah, he's going to be swinging. You think he'll be swinging with, for the home runs every time? Definitely, I don't think right? he ever swings for the home run. I think he's so locked in. He keeps the same focus and approach. He doesn't chase pitches outside the zone. I think he knows. Like, he knew he was hitting 60 just where the ball is. Like, once he locates the ball, he knows. Once he gets bat to ball and barrels it up, he's so strong, it has to go out. It is. It's 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 a home run. Like, he's not swinging for the fences. He doesn't have to swing for the fences. Uh, Harrison Bader said he's got a, a sick swipe, and he does have a sick swipe. The way that he swings the bat is sick. Like, when he makes contact. It's so smooth. Yeah, it's so smooth. It goes far. Yeah, it's great. Also, we're going to be able to boo Bogarts, you know? It's going to be good, you know, with the judge and Bogarts going at it. It's funny you mention that because I thought about that, right? You know, booing yeah. Bogarts. We'll see how it goes. I know I know, people yeah. are going to try and heckle and boo him, but is he the type of guy that feeds off of that where he goes four for four? Then we won't do that the rest of the way. Right. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun series, definitely. Of course. And it's against the Red Sox, you know? Right. It's Red Sox, Yankees. It's late in the year. They're three with the Red Sox, you know? That would be like... Yeah, and the Red Sox are the last place Red Sox. They're cooked. And these are the dominant first place Yankees that are clicking and hitting and pitching and have Aaron Judge and all this media attention and all these fans showing up. It's great, you know? Uh, Caller before mentioned the, the lockout and mentioned how we felt going into this season. For this season... To come all the way to be what it is now, like it, it's it's a great time for baseball, baseball fans, Yankees fans, Mets fans. Yeah, New York going good. Hopefully, a football also. You know, I'm a Jets fan. Yeah, uh, you know. Hopefully, they keep we'll winning. See what happens there? It was awesome yeah, to see the Jets, Giants, game. Mets, Yankees yeah. all sweep. Like all on the same day. Yeah, should happen more that often. Was great. Should happen all the time. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for taking my call, Keith. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank have, you. Have Thanks a great for, night. Thanks for calling up. Yeah, why, like, <laughs> I know so much of talk radio, uh, sports talk radio here in New York is, oh, this guy sucks. Fire this guy. Oh, these guys can't figure it out. They always lose out. Oh. 
But when the teams win, man, it's fun. It's positive. Uh, and there's a, a different energy, a different swagger. And that should happen more. We should be proud of these teams. And these teams are uh, reflections of the city, or they're supposed to be. They're reflections of the area, or they're supposed to be. And you want them to represent us the right way. This is the Mecca. This is Market One. This is, you know, the top of the heap. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere, right? New York City. So you don't want to have bottom feeder teams. The You know, the Mets are a top team now. The Yankees have always been pretty consistent. The Yankees have always been at the top. The Yankees have uh, pretty much always kept winning. They have 30 consecutive winning seasons, so you're not really looking at them. But the Jets and the Giants, it's been a struggle, man, especially as of late. The Giants have hardware. The Giants have four trophies. Um, but the Jets, the Jets are the lowly Jets, J-E-T-S, just end the season. Until they rip off a win like they did in Cleveland, you know, until they – Win a game like that, that makes people believe. I, I enjoyed seeing that. I, I wish I bet it. I wish I did the bing-bong parlay and bet the Jets, the Giants, the uh, Yankees, and Mets to win Sunday. And uh, shout out to Craig Carton for having some type of thought that New York would sweep. Not the whole weekend. The Yankees lost two to Milwaukee, but they swept the day Sunday. We're at the median, the halfway mark. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to break it down. I will be right back. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right. This is the last stretch here. I feel like this time went quickly. We started at like 11 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, three-hour show. And now I'm like, oh, man, I'm shot. <laughs> Let's bring it home, though. Let's run through the tape. We got a couple more calls, a couple more things to talk through. I'm I'm excited. Like Yesterday, I decided to rest, right? I chose uh, not to go to the first game to, like, relax and lay on the couch and watch both the Mets and Yankees game, and I'll forever regret it. But I was thinking about, do I want to go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like, can I do four games in a row on top of the radio, on top of the TV, on top of other meetings and calls and other things and whatever? Um, But now, you know, after missing that first game, I'm like, what is sleep? Like, what is being tired? So what? We are living through history. We are living through something that is probably never going to happen again, unless Judge does it again. <laughs> we're we're living through something that's so rare. Uh, I'm kicking myself for choosing to like rest and to stay home and not 
you know, I was at MLB Network, and I was like, all right, I'm going home. I could drive to the stadium right now. But, you know, you get in your head, you get in your mind, and you start thinking about traffic, and you start thinking about too many people, and you start thinking about having to do all of these things, and it becomes daunting. But it's worth it. It's worth it. So if you're thinking about going to the stadium, if you're thinking about going to the game, uh, if you skip the game tonight, good for you. This would have been the game to skip. I should have went uh, Tuesday and then sat out tonight and then went back, you know, have a day of rest in between. But, man, forget the rest and forget the sleeping. I don't want to miss out. I'm blessed to have the opportunity to go to the games easier than I ever had in the past. Like, I'm in there. I'm in there. I was just on my Twitter, like, looking through. Uh, I was just on my phone and putting on Twitter as I was looking through some of the stuff that I captured out there, uh, you know, at Keith McPherson, go look at this guy's Altuve jersey that he wore in 203. I had, I had to check him at first, and then uh, we had a conversation. And then I put a video out of just, like, you know, the fans behind home plate and down the first baseline as judges come into bat and uh, Trevino gets on. And it's a scene in there. Everyone's standing and fired up. It already looks like October baseball. It already looks like the postseason. And if you're a New York Yankee, right, like a kid like Oswaldo Cabrera, and you're a good baseball player and you love playing baseball, you love to play in that atmosphere. You know, Jeter said he loved when everybody came to the ballpark. He loved having everyone's attention. He loved that all the famous people and prominent people in New York came to Yankee Stadium. It was like he felt he was on Broadway, like he was performing. And, you know, it brings out the best in people. And it brings out the best in these athletes for sure. And you you, you talk about the pinstripes being heavy. Uh, it seems like we've got those guys out of the way, right, that the pinstripes were heavy for. Now there's no there's no time for that. There's no time for, oh, the pinstripes are heavy. Oh, this guy is, you know. Like, look at Stan. I feel like people don't give him enough credit. This is a guy that gets booed so much, and you never hear anyone talk about, oh, the pinstripes are heavy for Stan. No, he just comes back and redeems himself. This guy gets booed so much, and he just keeps fighting through and then makes everyone cheer for him and love him, right? Yankees fans went from booing him to being like, oh, I got to get a John Carlos Stan jersey. Stan is back. Like, <laughs> It is what it is. It's a matter of uh, a couple of bats. And John Carlos Stan famously said, you guys make a big deal out of nine, ten at bats. This team has the opportunity to get right right here, keep getting healthy, and uh, get some reps, get some warm-up runs against the Pirates like they just had, against the Red Sox coming up in Yankee Stadium. And then I think we have another series uh, against the Orioles in Yankee Stadium where these are tune-ups. Now, I don't know if... Yankee Stadium is going to be as turned up when we get to the Orioles series because by then, who knows, Judge could be at 64 home run, 65. But right now is the, like, trial run. This is for fans and for the team. This is the dress rehearsal for what it's going to look like in October. And it, so far, looks great out there. Mike is in Nescon set. I've never heard of Nescon set. Mike, where is that? It's uh, by the St. James, Smithtown area. Okay, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that on Long Island. Nah. <laughs> Jersey <laughs> cool kid. Thanks for taking my call, man. Listen, I got a question. It's sports related, but let me. I, I want to see what you feel about this. The guy that gave the ball back to Judge, I think he gets something like an autograph picture. I mean, this is my opinion. What is wrong with some people? Do you Don't you think or do you think it's a fan's right on ball number 60, 61, and 62 to keep that ball and negotiate, if not with judge, with someone with a collector.
collector. I mean, I don't understand. This is life-changing money. And the young guy just handed the ball back to Judge. Listen, I know it means a lot to him. I, I, I understand that. I'm not insensitive about that. But this is a fan's right to do this. This is. But I, 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 it was I a young crazy, fan. Man. That's what I keep saying. I looked at this kid, and I'm like, this kid didn't know. He didn't have enough life experience to understand the power that he had in that moment. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't been around long enough to understand, hey, I can negotiate this and turn this into dollars, cash, right? And when you're young like that, young kids need money, right? That I'm, that ball could have changed his future. No, he I'm, said. I'm serious, He man. gave yeah, it I'm back. Serious. He gave it back because he said he felt like Judge has done so much for the team and the organization, and that's his ball. It I depends mean, I can, his perspective. I, I can, yeah, I can see some people maybe getting on the fan and – Maybe they'd be subject to some criticism for that, but I'm sorry. This is this is life changing money, man. I mean, I got a house, I got a mortgage. If I'm at that game and I'm catching 61, 62, I'm not. You got to cash over. out, and and I said that earlier. I'm like, the Yankees can cut a check there, right? I mean, it's, it's depending simple. on the number. I don't get it, man. No, I think it's just a kid. You know, kids go to the game, and he went with his boys, and even the way that he got the ball, he he got the ball and just disappeared. He didn't celebrate yeah. getting it. He just kind of retrieved it and walked away. And yeah. I think right then and there in his head, he knew what he was going to do with it. He was like, oh, this this is Judge's 60th home run ball. This ball goes back to Judge. He might have <laughs> walked up to security and said, hey, I got that ball. And security radioed like, hey, let's get this kid out of here. I mean, this kid is sad. His life is changed. But, you know, that's water under the bridge. But... I mean, if people are listening, if you catch if if, if you catch sixty one and sixty two, hold that ball. I mean, that's just, that's why I'm not going to be there. I'm watching it on TV, but I don't know, man. <laughs> you got to hold. You got to hold it. I'm 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 kind of glad that you you seem that you agree with what I'm saying. No, I definitely it, agree. I'm, it's I'm, simple arithmetic. I'm not twenty years old. I've 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 caught some baseballs, some home run balls, some foul balls. Me Never too, as historic too. as that. But I mean, and I'm going to be in there the next couple nights. And, you know, after being in, in like the media area tonight and then going out to the bleachers and then back to the media area, I'm like, oh, I got to be in it with the fans. Like, I want to be in there, not for the chance to get the ball, but just to see how it goes down and remember how it goes down. And maybe, who knows, if it, if it does come my way, I'm claiming it. And like I said, if it happened tonight while I was in 203, I, I literally had the thought, if I somehow come up with this ball, I'm running out of here. I'm getting in my car. And I'm going to WFN. I'm not away. negotiating tonight. I need a night to think about it. <laughs> yeah, listen, thanks for taking my call, man. You got a great show. Thanks, Mike. I mean, what are the chances? That's not going to happen. Even if I – there's the, the chances are so slim, you know. Even if I did try and plan, or if any of us right now, any of you listening that have tickets in 236, 237, or 202, or 233, or even like the – the the lower the, not two thirty three two oh three the lower levels like one oh four one thirty four you there's no way to call where this ball is gonna land or who is gonna be able to grab that ball it's New York City it's Yankee Stadium there's no way to know what type of person is gonna get it I think honestly like looking at that kid and I've been in Yankee Stadium going to the stadium for ten years and. Uh, <laughs> I've seen, you know, young guys that look like that and packs a ton of them. Like, they are there because they love baseball. They love the Yankees. They love Aaron Judge. They are not old enough to even think about it. And you know what? <laughs> like, 
now that all of this talk has happened on WFAN and social media about, oh, I would have, like, I heard the call that called into Carton and Roberts that was like, I need my mortgage paid. I need my kids' tuition paid. Well, like, the Yankees are not going to offer to do that. You can offer that up. You can put that up as your negotiation, and they're going to say, like, they're going to be like, get, get, get lost, bro. Get for real. They're like, if that's what you want, then you can leave here and try and find someone to do that. But you know what? The Yankees have people that bid and. <laughs> They have people out there, too, that might just be like, uh, all right, well, you know, we'll go buy it off of you from someone else. Like, and it still could get back to Aaron Judge. So I, I think, you know, too, money is the root of all evil. And, uh, you know, everything doesn't have to be about money and what you can get, right? You didn't do anything to get that ball. You bought a ticket and you happened to be in the lucky spot. Um, and, and I really don't think it goes down like that when it, when it gets, uh, to the point where you're in the room, I don't even know who you're talking to. I think I saw Jason Zillow in one of the pictures, but I don't know who you're talking to, right? Who are you dealing with? Uh, there's someone that represents the New York Yankees that is having a conversation with you and you gotta be overwhelmed. Whether you're a 20 year old kid or a 60 year old man, which I don't think any 60 year old men are coming up with that ball. So even that, right. I'm putting it in a a range of like. 20-somethings to, like, 30-somethings are the ones that are going to be able to grab the ball quick enough and come out of that scrum. It's a lot to handle in the moment, and it's a quick thing. I don't think that they're negotiating with you for a half an hour. I think it's a matter of a couple minutes, and the Yankees are master negotiators. That's what they do. They print money, and they pay players or not pay players. So this isn't the first historic baseball to land in Yankee Stadium, that this is part of their business. This is what they do. And they probably sit you down, and, and they probably lay out for you, hey, this is what we're going to do for you. And it's a good enough offer, I'm sure, that people accept. You know, I was talking to my friend Hannah, and I said, I need season tickets and validated parking. That's off the rip. That's something that they can do easily. Like, I need and, – and I'm like, I, I don't need season tickets for just a year. Like, I need si- season tickets for the rest of Aaron Judge's career. Whether he's here or elsewhere, he's going to be here. I, I believe he's going to be here. But I, I'd be talking to him like that. Like, I want to be in Legends. I want to be a, a regular here at Yankee Stadium. I want people to know me as the guy that caught the 61st home run. Like, why is this guy always here? Like, that's the guy that got Judge's 61st home run ball. Like, he he actually has a golden ticket. He can come in the Yankee Stadium every game, uh, eat good, drink good, and uh, park for free. But then I'd also want merch and memorabilia. I'd be like, yeah, let's go to the store right now. I'm going into the Yankee store like it's supermarket sweep. I'm going in there like I need this, I need this, and you know, my my, my dad needs this, my mom needs this, my little brother needs this. You know what? My cousin is a huge Glaber Torres fan. Let's get him that Glaber Torres. And Glaber has to sign it. Can you can we get this jersey off and yes, and and get it to Glaber and like if it goes down down that way, I don't think so. I, I think people uh, underestimate how intimidating the Yankees can be and how much leverage the Yankees have um, <laughs> in that scenario. Mark is in Westchester next up on the fan. What's up, Mark? Hello. I'm delighted to be talking to you. I talked to you a couple of times before, but not in a while. Now, I got a bone to pick with you, okay? Okay. 
Yeah, you said you don't think a 60-year-old guy is going to come up with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm 72. I'm not going to come up with the ball because I'm going to be sitting behind home plate. Right. <laughs> but if I was out there and you were out there, I'd battle you for the ball, and you'd probably get it, but I'd have a shot at it. It wouldn't even be me. There, we're We're approaching the weekend. There's going to be some drunks out there with, you know, no regard for human life, including their own lives. They're going to be diving and pulling and poking and grabbing and scratching to try and get that ball. The funniest thing about it, right, when you see the video, there's this big dog pile. There's this big scrum. And you just see the kid with the 22 jersey just emerge from the pile quietly with the ball in his right hand and walk away. The rest of these guys, maybe 15 of them, are fighting over air. You know, the reason I'd have a shot is I'm crazy. You know, I've known some people who, who played a little bit of serious football, and what I always try to ask them, tell me, what goes on at the bottom of those fumble piles? <laughs> You're talking to one of those guys. <laughs> no, nobody's ever told me. Can you tell us what really goes on under there where the refs can't see anything? Yeah, I mean, I played quarterback. I never wore a cup. I remember in high school, uh, you know, someone reaching for my area in a way where, like, I felt it and knew it was wrong. <laughs> I was like, yo, whoa, what's going on on the bottom of the dog pile? They yeah. are, they're they're grabbing you in places that are, you know, not covered with pads in football. Oh, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I heard C-Mac today mention getting poked in the eye. I, I also played quarterback where I had an open face mask with, you know, like a two-bar face mask where you're in the bottom of the, uh, bottom of the pile. They can't get to your body. They're Throwing fingers into your like you got to close your eyes. You get your eye poked out. You know um, that's even worse than the part of the body that I thought you meant before. No, that's what I meant. Like um, you know, where do you put a, Where do you where do you wear a cup? I remember yeah. being in a, a, a game. I think my sophomore year at uh, Central Regional High School, and I and I did a quarterback sneak. And next thing you know, everybody's piling on. I'm in the bottom of the pile, and I'm just like, it, you feel like you're losing air. Um, it's like, yo, get off, get off. They're trying to pull people off. And the next thing you know, you feel, uh, you know, someone, you know, grab and uh, aggressively grab. It's like, whoa. And there's nothing you could do. You're, you're holding the football. So you don't really have your hands. Uh, it gets crazy. It, it's, it's not a place you want to be. Now, speaking of Yankee stadium, right? Talk about crazy. There's a bunch of crazy people walking around Yankee stadium every single game. You don't want to be in that dog pile with someone that's actually crazy enough to be trying to like rip your hair out or scratch your eyeballs out or claw and you know that that's what could be actually happening this weekend as we get more drunks in there and as we get closer to 61 62 and if this ball hops skips bounces man it, it's going to be an interesting scene now you might see somebody be the victim of that in a different kind of way like i said i'm not going to get the ball because i'm going to be behind home plate but I might get that done to me in a different way because, you know, I'm 72, so when I was a kid, it was like Mantle and Maris. I'm a Maris fan. I love Judge, but I feel like I want to be, like tomorrow, I want to be saying, we want a double. We want a double. <laughs> no, I get two of them. Like my wife has said to me, better not do that because, you know, I'll get killed. But if you see a guy up in the second deck behind home plate getting killed because of what he's chanting when Judge comes to bat, that's me. <laughs> but I, I, I won't be able to bring myself to really say that. I love Judge. It is a little bit of a conflict since I love Maris, but just love what he's doing, and I'm rooting for that triple crown, too. Of course. Thanks for the call, Mark.
I mean, you can't tell fans how to fan. You can't police fans. There's fans in there booing the pitchers because they either walk him or, you know, he doesn't get a home run. There's people chanting, you suck. But there's also people in there that they just are there to see a judge home run. We got, what, three home runs tonight? Like, that's not good enough? No, they're not good enough because they're not judge homers. <laughs> they're not good enough because it's like, oh, you didn't enjoy that uh, Grand Slam, Oswaldo Cabrera's Grand Slam? Come on. You didn't enjoy Glaber Torres hitting a home run early in the eighth and then late in the eighth? That's pretty cool. I thought all three were cool. And I saw all three, and uh, I was I was content. It, Judge is not going to hit one every day. He hasn't hit one every day. Um, it was a lot on him with 60. I feel like, you know, the guy probably couldn't sleep at all the night before. I don't know if he'll sleep tonight. But 61 is on the way. 61 is on the way. 61 is on the way. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe Saturday. Maybe you'll be in uh, the section it goes to. Um, looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. And we'll talk about it here on The Fan. I'm sure, you know, the people that, uh, I don't know, that we, we someone should have gotten in touch with this kid and had him call in uh, to give his perspective. I, I know someone's interviewing him. I know um, there was an interview with him online. I think Brian Hoke was trying to reach out to him. We'll forget about him very quickly. Whoever gets 61 that's going to be the next guy that everybody wants to talk to. Or gal, you never know. I hope that no kids are hurt in the process of this ball landing and someone claiming it. I hope that no one is hurt, period. Like, no you know, no one ends up having to be hospitalized because it gets that crazy. Hopefully, you know, it lands somewhere where someone catches it. Maybe it just hits somebody right in their glove. And that's all I've got. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling up. Thanks for rocking it. But, like, I, I can't thank you guys enough. The last two nights, the calls, people calling from the stadium, people sharing their thoughts, uh, their experience, what they saw, it's been great. You guys make the fan the fan, the fans that call the fan. You can follow me at Keith McPherson if you do that. I'll be back tomorrow night and the night after. Salicot is next. Keep it locked right here. Call him up. He'll talk the talk. Mets, Yanks, baseball, Aaron Judge's chase for history, the Triple Crown, and uh, let the good times roll. I'll be back. I'll see y'all later. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.